0: A man's journey with God begins, continues and ends with supernatural encounters that he orchestrates for him.
1: No man will ever discover, enter into and fulfill God's purpose in his lifetime without these
0: supernatural encounters with God. Each encounter you have with God will not only transform your life but will shift you supernaturally to a pedestal of glory where God can use you to transform others.
1: A moment of encounter with God will shift you from where you are to where you are supposed to be spiritually and physically. Prepare your heart for an an uncommon uncommon
0: transformation from from God's word and all-round miracles miracles by by the the power of the Holy Ghost. Ghost. As God's servant, servant leads us in this special moment of encounter with God.
1: We are looking at a topic that says the manifest power of sonship. We will look at the biblical concept of sonship the testimony of sonship encounter the inheritance benefit of sonship the economy of sonship privileges then manifesting the power of true sonship we are going to start today we will not be we may not be able to finish all of them so wherever we stopped for today We will finish up by next Sunday, as the Lord grants us uh, help and opportunity. So let's start with the biblical concept of sonship. Let's read John chapter 1. John chapter 1, from verse 11 He came unto his own, and his own received him not. He's talking about Jesus. Then, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. Verse 13. Which we are born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man, but of God. As many as receive him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. When we talk about sonship, we talk about a relationship between a father and a son. Anytime time you see the word sheep attached to any word, it's talking about a relationship. Talk about friendship. Relationship between two people. Courtship. Discipleship. And then, sonship. Father and son relationship. So the Bible said that For us in the New Testament We have the privilege Of being called the sons of God Those in the Old Testament They didn't have that privilege They didn't In fact When Jesus was talking about His father In John chapter 5 Verse 17, he said, My father walketh he tattooed, and I it. The Jews, in verse 18, they became angry with him. They say, why are you calling yourself a son of God? Because by calling yourself a son of God, you are making yourself equal to God. It's alien, very strange, that a man will come and say that God is his father to those Jews Look at verse eighteen. He said, "Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his Father, making himself what equal to God." So they want to kill him because they believe that this is the blasphemy. I hope you know that the Jews are the people that has the history of the Old Testament. We don't have the history. So, they are the custodian of the Old Testament. So, when somebody came up in the New Testament and said that God is his father, it's a blasphemy, and you need to be put to death. Because you dare not say it. They don't have that privilege. In fact, in chapter 10 of the same John, chapter 10, if you read from verse 30, it says, I and my father are one. Go ahead. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. <laughs> you know, when you commit blasphemy, what they do is to what? Stone you to death. So the moment he said, I am my father. Eh? He said, Who is your father? That's the first offense. And then to say you are one. And they know he's referring to God. The Jesus answered and said, Many good works have I shown you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? Then Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for what? Blasphemy! And because you are a man, and you make yourself what? Do you know why they say that when you say you are a son of God, you make yourself equal to God? Do you know why? Do you know why? When Jesus was talking to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, He said, Except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom. The man said, How can a man be born when he is old? Shall he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus said, Except a man is born of water and of the spirit, verse 5, he cannot enter. Then verse 6. Let's read verse 6 together. Want to go? He said, That which is born of the flesh is what? Is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? That which is born of a goat is what that which is born of a fowl is what that which is born of God is what did you get it now when God gives birth he gives birth to God when God also gives birth God gives birth to what to God they know that any father that gives birth to a son the son may be a small baby at the point of giving birth but there is a potential of growing up and becoming like exactly or even bigger or taller than his father so when Jesus said my father they said who are you? how come about that? they wanted to kill him for blasphemy so it's a privilege that we have that by his death at Calvary Jesus brought the privilege of we being called the sons of God. No wonder First John chapter 3 verse 1 said, What manner of love that the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be what? Called the sons of God. You need to understand what this apostle is saying. He said, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. He said, therefore, the world knows us not, because he doesn't know him. The problem that the, the world has is that they don't know us. Do you know what this means? What it means is that we are gods because we are born of God. That's why he said that we should be called the sons of God. What Jesus made available for us at Calvary is powerful, bringing us into sonship, making us sons, so that we will have a sonship relationship with the Father. Remember, the Bible says in John one verse twelve, we have read it before: "As many as receive Him, to them He gave power to become sons of God, not sons and daughters." Is only in the old testament they have daughters of Zion. There is nothing like daughters of God. No? So whether you are a male or you are a female, you are what? As many, he didn't say as many male, or as many as receive him, whether a sister, a brother, he gave them power, he gave them the right, the authority to become sons of God. Even them that believe in his name. So, it's powerful the privilege of sonship. And of course, you know that servanthood is the opposite of sonship. In John chapter 8, verse 30, Jesus was preaching to the Jews. The Bible said, when he, he, he preached for a time, the, the, many of the Jews believed in him. Then in verse 31, he said to the Jews that believed in him, If you continue in my west. Then you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then they said to him, We are not in bondage to anybody. How come you say that we shall be free? And Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, Whosoever commits sin is a slave of sin. That one is okay. Now look at the next verse, verse 35. Let's read it together. And the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided ever. What's the meaning of that? Eh? Every servant that came to serve, whether as a maid or whatever capacity, he does not stay forever. It's normal now. it? a common knowledge, isn't it? The person knew that I don't belong to this uh, family. So as he's serving he is always thinking about when he will go back. Even the sons in the family they know that no matter how long this one stays he will go one day. So Jesus said, see, we are not servants. No You need to be free so that you can enter into sonship. And when you are sons, you will abide forever. Now, you know what he was talking about? If you are a servant of sin, or servant of the flesh, or any kind of servant, he said that person is not going to last forever. He may be in discipleship for five years. But after five years, the person may go. Because he will never stay till... You know what forever means? Even in heaven, we will transit. It's only sons, sons on earth that lived in that consciousness of God is my father, that will transit into heaven and forever you are in the house. May you be a true son of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Angels are servants. Why we are sons? I hope you know that. Do you know that? Angels are created by God to serve. Their nature is to serve. And they can never enter into sonship. They don't have that privilege. That's why in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5, he made a very... Stunning statement he said for unto which of the angels said he at any time thou art my son this day have I begotten thee and again I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son he said there is no angel at any time that God has spoken to like this but he has spoken to Jesus and now Jesus has brought us to sonship now look at verse 13 and 14 of the same chapter 1 he said, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Now, verse 14, he said, are they not all ministering spirits? All of them. All angels. You know, Satan is a fallen angel. All of them. They are all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Who do you think shall be heirs of salvation? Is it funny to hear? We are. So angels are servants of our Father that are meant to what? To serve us. Oh no! Are you getting this at all? You need to understand. Okay, I think I, I I'll move on. Let's look at the testimony of sonship encounter. Now, get me Titus chapter three. How did we get into sonship or? How can we get into sonship for those of us who have not? Are you entitled to three, verse three to seven? Let's read it together. One to go. For we ourselves also we are sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers, lost, and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Now pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. He say all of us. Eh. Some time ago, before we encountered Jesus, now what are we? We we are what? Number one, foolish. Number two, disobedient. Number three, deceived. Number four, serving diverse lust and pleasure. So we are servant not just to sin. But to lust, to pleasures, if this one wanted to serve him, he will just put an appetite in you. You will go and serve that one. The other one, one sin no, or the other, one pleasure or the other will come up. You see yourself serving gluttony, drunkenness, all kinds of lust and pleasure. That's what we were before. And some people today are still there. I hope you remember. Some unbelievers are still serving divers lust and pleasures. Now he said, We are also what? Living in malice and envy. Then, hateful and hating one another. This is a normal condition of an unbeliever. Next verse. He said, but after that, the kindness, somebody say kindness. kindness. And again, love of God, our savior towards man appeared. And you know how it appeared? It appeared through Jesus Christ. Next verse. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he did what? He saved us according to his mercy. Not by our effort, not even by our desire, by his mercy that he extended towards us, he saved us. By the washing of regeneration, that is new birth, and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Next verse. Which he shed on us, how? Abundantly. Through who? through Jesus Christ our Savior. Next verse. That being justified, justified means made righteous by his grace, we should be made what? Yes. According to the hope of what? Lift up your right hand and say, Father, thank you. That while I was serving diverse lusts and pleasures, foolish, disobedient, Full of envy and malice, hating one another and being hateful. Your kindness, your love was extended to me. You found me a wretched sinner and you brought me to yourself. You brought me into sonship through the death of your son Jesus Christ. I am grateful, Lord. You don't just made me a son. You also made me a hair. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Please don't stop thanking God. Because it's not by our efforts. It is not by our works of righteousness. You know, sometimes, if you are not careful, the devil will use the worries of this life, the cares of this life, You know, he will tell you, you don't have this, you don't have that, you are not married, you don't have this. Try to use those things to, you know, trouble your heart. But you forgot that you have Jesus. You forgot that you have salvation. You forgot that you are saved by mercy. You forgot that the mercy of God, the kindness of God, has been extended to us and has brought us into sonship. I pray that God will help us to see the privileges of sonship today so that we will ever be grateful to God for that which he has extended to us in Christ Jesus. Look at Galatians chapter 4. In Galatians chapter 4 from verse 1, very powerful scripture. Please, let's follow together as we read it. Say, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, Differeth nothing from a servant, though he is the Lord of all, but he's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of this world. But when the fullness of the time was come, what happened? God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law to do what? to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive adoption of what? sons next verse and because you are sons what happened again? God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart crying, Abba, Father. It will take a revelation for us to see this. He said, because you are sons, God has also sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart. The same spirit that was in Christ has been sent, has been released into your heart and that spirit is crying within you what is it crying abba father next verse wherefore thou art no more a servant but what a son and if a son then and heir of god through christ tell your neighbor neighbor i used to be a servant of sin Servant of divers lusts and pleasures. But out of kindness and his, his love. By his mercy. God has delivered me. And made me a son. And now I'm not just a son. I am a heir. Are you not excited at that? You say we are no more servants. No more means we are servants before. Serving, saying, serving Satan, all kinds of pharaohs. But God has done something to set us free from the service of Satan and Mammon and all of that so that we can be true sons of God and then hers. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 14. But as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now verse 15. Verse 15, He says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of what? Adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. The spirit of God himself. He said, By him, we do what? We cry our father. Next verse. He said, The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are what? That children, we are children of God. Now, this is the, what we call the testimony of sonship encounter. Get us next verse. Verse 17. He said, and if we are children, then we are what? Heirs. And not just heirs of any kind of person. Heirs of who? Heirs of God. And what again? Joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. So you can see that we are no more servants but sons. We are heirs. And now, I want you to pay attention to the fact that the spirit of God, which is the spirit of sonship, is sent into our hearts. And that spirit is crying. You know, when I was meditating on this scripture, I have to ask the Holy Spirit, why is the spirit crying? Why is he not talking. I I don't know whether you saw the consistency. In Galatians chapter 4, he showed us that the Spirit is crying, Abba, Father. In Romans, he showed us again that the Spirit is what? Crying, Abba, Father. Why cry? Why not just talk? And the Holy Ghost said the cry there is a symbol of a continuous, consistent and loud testimony. The spirits want us to come to know and become conscious of it. So he is in constant, continuous, loud witness. Crying. You know, when somebody is crying, first thing about crying is that if somebody is talking and then. Uh, at a time, you stop talking and start crying. You now know that the talk has become serious. Am I correct? That's why he cannot just talk again. He has to cry. And crying, you know, when somebody is talking, he may talk and break. But when he starts crying, does somebody that is crying, does he break? The spirit is very serious about this matter. You know, when God was sending the Holy Ghost, into our hearts. He knew that the only way we will become free from the bondage and the spirit of bondage there is a difference between slavery and the spirit of slavery have you ever seen a house made in the house maybe those of them that are small girls that are in the house you notice that even when you call her and say feel free you are a daughter in this house join other people when they want to eat sometimes you notice that the way she behaves you will still see that is not free am I correct? there is a kind of freedom that the sons has. They have freedom to, you know, go anywhere, enter any room, whether the room of their father, their mother, they are free in the house. Because there is a spirit of sonship in them. But the servants in the house, they don't have that freedom. Even when you give them instruction or encouragement, say, feel free, be free. You are free. It's not free. Because it's a matter of what? The spirit. Do you have the spirit of sonship? So when God wanted us to be free, he didn't just say, Jesus, go and die, and they will be free. He knew that we needed the spirit of adoption to be in us, the spirit of sonship to be in us, to constantly bear witness in a continuous, loud, consistent, constant way. That's why he said, he cried, Abba, Father. Abba is father So when you say Abba, father It's like saying Abba is an Aramaic language of That means father So Abba, father is Father, father Amen When you have this encounter And the spirit of sonship comes To live in you You know what happens? when you want to pray what you call God in the place of prayer is not God what you call God in the place of prayer is what? Father Abba Father shows that you have come to have that consciousness that I'm a son and he is my father and he's not a theoretical father he's a real practical father God is my father. I am his son. The encounter with the spirit of sonship will make the spirit of sonship to tabernacle in you and live within you bearing witness always that you are not just a servant. You are a son. You are a son. Another reason why God has to send the spirit of God, the spirit of adoption into our heart. For that constant witness is because of the condemnation and the accusation of the devil. Because the devil will come and tell you that, you know, look at you, are you trying to claim that you are a child of God when you are still having this kind of thought in your heart? When you are still having this kind of... He will try to make you feel guilty even when God has forgiven you your sins. The devil will want to accuse you again and again, make you feel that you are nothing. But when you have the spirit of sonship, bearing witness, you say, we have not received the spirit of bondage to fear. You will become fearless. The spirit of God is not the spirit of fear. I think it was in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, where Paul was saying that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? power and of love and of what? So the spirit of God is not the spirit of fear. Anytime you are afraid, just know that you know, you are not cooperating with the spirit of adoption. You are not working with the spirit of sonship that is crying, bearing witness that you are a son of God. Price of things are increasing. Economy is getting bad or getting worse every day and you are becoming afraid no when you have the spirit of sonship the spirit of adoption it will tell you that you are not just a son but you are also what a hair. and that is leading me to the next point the inheritance benefit of sonship I want us to note that the benefit of sonship is one what is that the benefit of sonship is the inheritance that the son has, which the servants doesn't have. Now, I want us to see some scriptures very quickly. Let's start with Hebrew chapter 1. Just follow me. You will get it very well today. If you believe that, say Amen. amen. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 1. God at sunday times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers, by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. God has appointed Christ, the what? The heir of all things, because he is his Son. In Genesis 24, verse 34 the the, the oldest servant in Abraham's house who who was sent by Abraham to go and pick a wife for Isaac, he said to the people of Rebekah, I am Abraham's what? This man, the Bible called him the oldest servant in Abraham's house. He said, I am Abraham's servant. Next verse. And the Lord has blessed my master greatly and he is become great and he has given him flocks and hairs and silver and gold and men servants and men servants and camels and asses. Next verse. And Sarah, my master's wife, bear a son to my master when she was old. And unto him has he given what? Did you see that? How many servants do you think Abraham have? There was a time he went to fight to rescue Lot. With 318 servants, male servants, born and brought up in his house. And what about their parents and their younger ones? Are you getting me at all? The servants are much. Now, when Abraham was about to hand over his inheritance, how many of the servants did he give anything? Are you following me at all? Servants has no inheritance because they cannot inherit what they son. Will inherit. The son is the, the heir. He said some of them are older than Isaac. In fact, you know they were there before Isaac was born. As of the time, Abraham went to fight the people and rescue Lot. Isaac has not yet been born. No. Are you following? So there are many of them older than Isaac. But when Abraham was handed over his inheritance, he didn't hand... Even one to any of those servants, he gave to what to Isaac. Everything, are you? Did you read it at all? Are you following me? How many things did he give to Isaac? All that he has. Sons are powerful when you are a son. One of the major benefits of being a son is what. You are an heir. You you will inherit what the Father has. Eh? The Bible says, if we are sons, then we are heirs. Heirs of God. And then joint heirs with Christ. In 1 Chronicle 29, David was trying to praise God and talk to God. He began to tell him, First Chronicle 29 verse 11 began to tell him who he is and what he, you know, he has. Let's read it together. I want to go. He said, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness. That is, you are the owner of greatness. Number two, and the what? And the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is what is your own thine is the kingdom O Lord thou art exalted as head above all now pay attention are you paying attention if God is the owner of everything in heaven everything on the earth and I am a heir of God I am a son of God what do you think who do you think I am eh I am an inheritor of everything that God my father has. Point at me and say, You are an inheritor of everything that God your father has. It's like you didn't hear me well. I didn't say you should point at yourself. (laughs) This shows me that you are following what I'm talking about. Yes. Everything in heaven. Look at the next verse. Verse verse 12. He said, Both what? In case you, you, you think that riches is not part of it. Both riches and honor come from who? From God. Thou readest over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Psalm 24, verse 1 says, that the earth is the loss and the what? <laughs> Fullness thereof. The world and the people that are there. The earth is the loss. Everything, both riches, both honor, everything belongs to my father. My father owns all the riches on the earth. Now, let me ask the question Do you think I am a poor man? Why do you not think so? Eh? Because my father is Oh, do you say that God is rich? Ah, is an understatement. very serious understatement. He say everything that is in heaven on on earth belong to who? Belong to my father. Say everything on earth and in heaven belong to your father. Point at me and talk like that. <laughs> oh my God I am not poor and I cannot be poor listen you, 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 you have to get this right today because some of you are already afraid eh? am I saying the truth when you look at the way things are going around us is enough to create fear in somebody's heart how how are we going to survive? Somebody is saying, I am still owing. And, you know, price of fuel well is rising. I have not paid the one that I am owing. How am I going to survive and succeed in all these things? Listen. Are you listening? My father owns the land. He is the owner of dollar. He is the owner of pound. He is the owner of naira. He is the owner of all currencies. All that is in heaven all that is in the earth is owned by who? Something will happen to you today. Let me tell you what will happen to you. The spirit of bondage, the spirit of fear will leave you before the end of this message. The spirit of sonship will come up and take his rightful place in you. And then you will come to know that you are not just a servant like angels. You are a son of God. And if you are a son of God, you are an inheritor. Everything God has is yours. Look at Revelation chapter 5 from verse 11. Very powerful scripture. Revelation chapter 5 from verse 11. He said, and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times, 10,000 and thousands of thousands you know in those days the only number, the number that uh, they count and stop is thousand. so if they have known about a million they don't need to be saying 10,000 times ta- 10, 1,000 and all of that so they would have said 1 trillion because when you dance all these thousand together I don't know how many numbers you are going to get are you, are you following? He said, the number of the angels were what? Let's call them one trillion. Because if you want to say 10,000 times 10,000 and what is and the mathematics? Those of you who know mathematics, what is and? Tons, isn't it? So, 10,000 times 10,000 times thousands of thousands. Ta- <laughs> that one is he didn't even want to say 10,000 again. So, who knows the thousand? Maybe 100,000 he's talking about. Innumerable. The Bible called them a company of innumerable angels. You can't number them. So many of them. Now, look at the next verse. Verse 12. Saying with what? A loud voice. What is the lamb that was slain to receive number 1 power, number 2 riches, number 3 wisdom, number 4 strength, number 5 honor, number 6 glory, number 7 blessing 7 of them these are what Jesus by the reason of his death and resurrection received as an inheritance from the father listen, power is not dissenting as riches Riches is not the same thing as wisdom. You may have power and you don't have riches. You may have riches, you don't have wisdom. And when you don't have wisdom, you will not be able to manage the riches. It will just fly away. Now, wisdom is not the same thing as strength. You may have wisdom, but you don't have strength. Strength is not the same thing as honor. Honor is not the same thing as glory. Glory is not the same thing as what? The word and joining them is telling us that these are different packages. Of inheritance that jesus inherited both the innumerable company of angels and the 24 elders every personality in heaven they are saying that jesus has received by the reason of his death and resurrection what have he received power riches wisdom strength blessing glory and um, honor powerful but don't forget that we are joint hairs with who so if he has received power have I received power if he has received riches am I a joint hair of riches if he has received wisdom have I received wisdom and so on and so forth please listen There is no reason on earth why a child of God who understands the concept of sonship and is working in it should live in shame, should live in fear, should live in foolishness or poverty or helplessness. No! We have inherited what our father has, how many of you believe the scripture? You believe that the word of God is true. If you believe that the word of God is true, then you must believe this. You must believe that you are not just an ordinary person going about eh suffering under the hands of you know wrong leaders that makes decisions that causes people to suffer under a particular economy or the other. No. You have a different economy. Your father is not even on the earth. And what he has is beyond what is on the earth. Is both on earth. And we are... Uh, that is very serious. And I'm trusting the Lord as we journey that... We will come to this realization today. What is going to do for you is that you will you will not imagine how you will walk into it, it's going to come like a revelation. I'm sure that it has not yet come to many of us, but I prayed as I'm preparing for this meeting that none of us will go away here without the spirit of sonship, walking in sonship realities and privileges. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, let's look at the economy of sonship privileges. Get us to Luke chapter 15, verse 11. The economy. When you hear the word economy, economy means the wise management of available resources, proper management of available resources. Now, we are going to study that subtopic under the story of two sons of a father. I don't want to call it the story of the prodigal son because when we finish the study you notice that even though the prodigal son was outstanding in that story but the other son also has a lot of problems now let's go through the story we want to learn how sons should manage the privilege of their father which is the inheritance okay I think I need to show us Ephesians chapter 1 Verse eleven and verse maybe uh, thirteen and fourteen about the guarantee of our inheritance before the study. Now, Ephesians chapter one verse eleven said, "In whom also, that is in Christ also, we have obtained and what inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who worketh all, all things after the counsel of His will." Now, move on that we should be, to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Go Go ahead. In whom you also trusted, after you had the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were what? Sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Now, next verse. This Holy Spirit of promise is what? Is the earnest of our what? Inheritance. Until... The redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. What is the meaning of that NS? If you if you have a different version, you notice that that NS is the guarantee. The Holy Spirit in us is the guarantee that we will receive the inheritance that God has given us through Jesus Christ. How many of you have the Holy Spirit in you? If you have the Holy Spirit in you, then. Your sonship is guaranteed; that the inheritance that appertains to it must become yours. Are you getting it now? Now go. Now let's now study the story of uh, this father with two sons in Luke chapter fifteen, verse eleven. We say, he, "A certain man has two sons." Go ahead. Now, and the younger of them said to his father, "Father, give me the portion of goods that followed to me." And he divided unto them his living. Now, we are not going to read it line after line. We are going to study the two sons together. To bring out some certain, you know, points about the way they managed their sonship. The truth is that this father of these two sons has servants in the house. You will soon see that alongside as we go down the story. Now, but the two sons that are his sons, they have sonship privileges. And the privilege of sonship is that whatever their father has belongs to them. So when the son, one of the sons, the younger one, said, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me, what did the father do? The father knew that this boy... is not a servant he is a son so he has rights for inheritance he divided all his inheritance into two and gave him one because he is a son every son is entitled to inheritance from the father what the father has belongs to the son what my father God has belongs to me If you believe that, say it powerfully to yourself. Do you believe that? If God is your father, and God has riches, then you have riches. It's just by inheritance. See, sons, they don't walk. Inheritance means that you don't need to walk before the thing becomes your own. Are you following me? My father is still alive. But a time came, by the grace of God anyway, a time came when he called us, three sons that are there and divided the land for us. And say, you, this land belongs to you. This land belongs to you. This land belongs to you. I have my land now. I didn't buy it. It became mine. By what? By inheritance. What my father has, as long as I, I am a son, is mine. Are you getting it at all? Do you have any reason to, 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 to be afraid? any reason to be beggarly are you following me no no reason my father owns the land my father is in charge my father has all and christ has also received this sevenfold inheritance and i have received that with him i'm a joint heir with him so this man divided the inheritance To him, but there's something I want you to pick about this this particular younger son. This younger son understood the rights or the privilege of sonship. Did you follow me? He understood that as a son, that he has rights to the father's inheritance, and he also have the spirit of sonship working in him. That's why he was bold. He went to his father He said to him Father Divide to me And give to me The portion of the inheritance that falls to me That's a son That understood that As a son He has right to the father's inheritance And he went to the father Didn't go through anybody Are you getting me at all? Some people say you have to go through somebody before you get... No, 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 no. Anybody who is saying that kind of thing doesn't understand sonship. Are you following me at all? Father! is my father. He understood that. And then when he asked the father, the father, this boy, you are wise. Okay, let me give you your portion. He gave to him. Now, he traveled. We know the story. We are still going to study it. And wasted the goose and all of that. But something happened. When he realized himself and came back. In fact, the day he realized himself, he said, when he came to himself, he said, I will arise and go to my father. And we say to him, what, what will I say to him? F- Even though he has left, he still have the audacity to say, I will call him... Father I have sinned against heaven and before thee next verse and I am no more worthy to be called your what? your son make me as one of thy hired servants go down Then, and he arose and came to his father but when he was yet a great whereof, off his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him go ahead and the son said unto him what did he say to him? Are you seeing the way he's addressing his father? Are you seeing what I'm talking about? Father! Though he has offended him, but he still has to. He said, the spirit of adoption is sent into our heart. And what is he crying? Father! Father. Many of you, I hear you say, Oh God, oh God, help me. Oh God. Eh? That's why your prayers are not answered. Because anything can become God to you. Who knows the God, the one you are serving, the one you are calling? Are you getting me at all? No, 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 no. He is my Father. Is He not our Lord Jesus Christ, when he was trying to introduce this pattern of life to the disciples, say to them, whenever you want to pray, say, Father! father when you know that you have a father see this one is not a theoretical father this one is a practical God is my father I don't know your father but I have a father that's why I am not in lack and I will never be in lack because I am a father by the grace of God to, to children and I know that I am responsible for my children's feeding can I have money in the bank and my children are hungry and they will not eat food most times before they will come to me and ask me for something I have already thought about it that they will need it I have a father in heaven father I, level, do you have a father in heaven? You know some of you are crying uh, My father has died I'm an orphan I don't have a father uh, You know you people that have father now Your father will be taking See you better stop that Spirit of bondage eh? I have a father This young boy Even though he's a prodigal son He, 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 he disobeyed But even when He is in disobedience. The spirit of sonship is still at work in him. He came back as the father was rejoicing. He said, Before anything, father, I have sinned against you. And all of that. Now let's compare him with the elder brother. Just start from where? (laughs) Thank you. Let's go now. Now his elder son was in the field. Where was he? Let's start from where he was. He was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. Who knows what he's doing in the field? He's working. He's doing the work of the father, in, maybe in the field of the father. He came back after the day's work, and then he heard music and dancing. Go ahead and he called one of the servants pay attention here the servants are in the house enjoying themselves a son, elder, first son went to walk in the field is this not is this right he called one of the servants and asked what this meant Now let me ask Who is he supposed to ask About what is happening in the house He should have Walked straight to his father And said father what is happening today We didn't plan this before I left in the morning What is happening He was not bold enough He was not He was afraid to go to the father He called One of the Servants and said excuse me What is happening in the house I'm hearing the sound of music and dance. What is going on? And that one said, thy brother, your brother has come back and your father has killed the fatted cow because he received him safe and sound. Next verse. And he was what? He was angry. And would not go in. He was angry. And refused to go in. So, why is he angry? He was angry because his brother has come back. That shows that he doesn't even love his brother. Because if he loves his brother, he should be desiring that his brother should what? Come back. But on hearing that his brother is back, he was angry. Go ahead. He refused to come in. And then the father came out and begged him. Now, move on. And he answering said to his father, What did he say to his father? Lo. Lo. What does the younger son call the father? father? What does this one call the father? Lo. Lo. No, this is not a laughing matter. It's very serious. Lo. He cannot say, Father. He, he, he lacked the spirit of sonship. He said the spirit God has sent the spirit of adoption into our hearts crying, Abba, father when I want to know whether you understand sonship I should listen to you when you pray and when you talk eh? I should be able to hear and know how many father that came out of your mouth. Some doesn't even know that God is their father so no but they don't have that consciousness and they live as if hi you know it's, it's, it's a very shameful thing okay are you following me do you know that by being a son do you know the British royal family the family of the queen Eh? in England. You know that family? When a son is born into that family, do you think that that son will ever be poor? Are you getting me at all? Why did I even go far to England? What about the normal traditional um, um, fathers we have in our Igbo culture? Eh? There is this Secured inheritance because the son is born into an inheritance into a royal family, he can never ever be born because of sonship. Whether there is problem in the economy or in the land, does it concern those in the royal family? Ah, uh, they don't have the problem. The worry, the headache, and the trouble that other people are suffering because of sonship. Because of sonship, they are inheriting something without work. Look at how this life is by physical. Yeah, somebody is born just by being born. Are you following me at all? Just by being born into a royal family. That's all. Another person is born into a a poor family the father could not provide morning food I mean the normal milk to give to the child the child have you seen children that are drinking akamu without milk I mean babies Uh, haven't you seen that what is the crime that they committed you are not talking to me what crime did they commit they were just born by by a father Are you getting me at all? I think we are getting it now. Father! That's the cry of a son that understands sonship. Now look at this book. He says, Lo, this many years do I serve thee. Neither transgress I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid. What is a kid? Eh? Small baby of a, a, a goat. You, you didn't give me a kid. Now, I believe that this elder brother has more problem than the... What do you think? Now, there are two sons in the, fami- in the family. It's just like two believers in the house of God. Eh? One understood sonship. And made use of it, even though he has a problem. We are going to study his problem. But this other one, his own problem is worse, because he is in the house, but he's not even eating well. He is not even eating meat. Not talking of. Are you getting me? Can you imagine some of you that goes to eating restaurants? Do you know the one they call without? Eh, Madam, put without. That's some of your language. For what? For what? This man said, You have not given me a kid. One is that he doesn't know that he has rights. In fact, the one that is remaining is he not his own? He he owns everything. Okay. Look at his mindset His mindset is that By serving you You should have considered me one day And called me and give me something He thought that It is service that should earn him Something from his father we, we believe in serving God But when it comes to inheritance Is it by service that we sons have inheritance? No! just by being son, it belongs to you. It is your own. When you have the spirit of sonship and you are operating in the frequency of sonship, you will understand that the fatherhood of God over your life is a reality. And when you call upon him, you call him father with that consciousness, knowing truly that you have a father many of you, your prayer prayer language is changing today. Yeah. I see someone here eh, from now and after now. When you want to pray, you go to your father. Did you notice that this younger brother is very bold? Did you notice that he's very bold? Very bold! He said, Father, divide for me the goods that fall to me very bold. You go to to God not in any way being rude or arrogant, but with a consciousness of the understanding. And you say, Father! How can I have you as a father? And I'm owing Mr. Carfor, I'm owing Mr. Michael. I'm sure he will talk to you. He will tell you that you are the one that caused it because you don't know that you are a son. Are you getting me? But you say, now that you have realized that these things, what I have belongs to you, you will see what I will do. Are you getting me now? Somebody's life is changing from from here. You must live in the consciousness of the fatherhood of God over your life. Enough of this beggarly thing that we are doing. It It should never continue. Okay, look at it. Is it? I have served you all these years, and I have not even transgressed your commandments. I have not done anything that you did not say I should not do. Eh? I have, I have kept myself holy and righteous before you, thinking that it is that that will end him inheritance. No, there is a place for serving God. There's a place for righteous living and holy living. We are not talking against that. No. Is important. But thinking that your prosperity, your riches, your honor, your glory will come by those things you are doing. No, you have missed the concept of sonship. We have inheritance not by service, not even by righteousness, but by what? By what my son, she get it and get it clear. There's a place, see in the kingdom of God, everything has its own place. Are you following me? Everything ha- that's why riches is not wisdom. They are not the same. That is why strength is not power. They are not the same. See, when you are talking about having inheritance from god living well as a child of god in every sense of the word physically spiritually and otherwise financially what we owe you that is the understanding of your sonship privileges and walking in it manifesting the power of sonship if you are getting me or following me, let me turn up. Wave it, wave it. That's good. Now let's move on. He said, "Yet thou never giveth me a kid that I make I may make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, what is he supposed to call that that, that person? Okay. My brother. Are you noticing that this this young man has serious problem? As soon as this your son." Came back. You see, when you see believers that doesn't have love for other believers, is already a sign that the spirit of sonship is not at work in them. When they see, when you see believers that when other believers are erring and all they are doing is to attack them and smite them instead of love them, pray for them and try to help them back they judge, condemn criticize and conclude such kind of heart is only a sign that they don't have the spirit of sonship there are some people I was talking with somebody just either this morning or yesterday I said there are some people that their work is just to criticize men of God and these days of social media is very rampant because they try to use it to create traffic on their channels so when they are listening to a message like this you will think that they are listening for the word of god they are just listening to see if you will say something that looks like something that is wrong they will just capture that one and write something are you are you getting you know what i'm talking about somebody that doesn't have oh my god do you know what it means to be a servant of God eh somebody who who is serving the Lord as a man of God, as a woman of God somebody who has walked with God, had encounter with God and somebody else who doesn't have a pulpit, who is trying to criticize and analyze, no something is wrong The spirit of sonship is also the spirit of brotherly love. This young man lack it. I hope you love your brothers. I hope you pray for them. I hope you you are doing your best to build them up, encourage them, strengthen them, instead of criticizing, judging, and condemning. They may not get it right, but your prayer can make them get it right. We need to Change in this aspect. Now he said, as soon as this thy son was come, which has devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. Now let's finish it up. He said, and he said unto him, Son, his father is calling him what? But he cannot call his father. Remind me what he calls his father. Lo. That's the name he has for his father. He doesn't have the Courage, the boldness to say, Father, he cannot even approach him. Eh? Lift up your right hand and say after me every spirit of fear, every spirit of bondage, every spirit of slavery that has hindered me from working in my sonship privileges. I reject it today. I cast you out of my life. The spirit of adoption, the spirit of God begin to walk in my life. Cry out! Abba, Father! Continuously let my consciousness, my mind, my emotion, my will, my spirit, my heart, everything within me become aware conscious of my sonship that from now I will know and confess that God is my father and as a son I am a heir what he has belongs to me hallelujah see it's very simple for us to get here. God needs to open our eyes. It's not just the teaching, it should dawn on us like a revelation. And every scale that has covered your heart, your mind, your your, your, your eyes, from seeing the the, the spirit of sonship, the, the privilege of your sonship. I bind, I tear off such covering from you now. In the name of Jesus. I see many of you walking out of debt, walking out of poverty, walking out of troubles and fears, and even in this day that they say this uh, price of wealth, price of the other one. Listen, you need to get into sonship. It is by sonship you will know that you are above distance, and you will not become a victim. Do you realize that? In First Chronicles chapter twenty-nine, verse verse eleven, when he was talking about what belongs to God, he, he mentioned victory. Do you remember victory? He said, "Victory, dying is the victory, victory over every power, every force, every sp- you. Victory belongs to you because victory is one of the possession of your Father. Hallelujah! Yeah. And whatsoever that has been overcoming you today is the end of it." victory is your possession in the name of Jesus now go back to the story of two problematic sons now the father said to him son thou art ever with me and all that I have is what son all that I have is yours Do you believe this? Let hey, me ask your neighbour, neighbour. Yeah, tell me the truth. Are you a child of God? Yeah, child of God. Is God your father? Say the father. tell your neighbour, please be honest. Talk, talk to me. I want to be sure who I am sitting with. <laughs> because some of you are not born again. Maybe some somebody is there not born again. So you are not even part of what we are talking about, and we don't have time for people like that today. Do we have time for them? We are talking about sons now. So if you are not born again, just get born again quickly so that you can join us. (laughs) There's no time. Now listen. If God is your father, you say, all that I have is what? I cannot be poor. I cannot be stranded. I can, I cannot. When I have a father? Jesus Christ. The earth is the loss. The earth is the loss. And I will be stranded in the earth. No, 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 no. It's not possible. Is somebody getting something to- today? Now, verse 12. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me. And he divided unto him his living. Now, wait. What is the problem in the economy of the sonship privilege of this boy? What is the problem? He doesn't understand that he needs to be under the authority of the father. He wanted to become independent of the father. Are you following now? He said I he, I want to I want to know that I am the owner of this But I want you to note that even though God is the father and we are sons and heirs, listen, he doesn't want us to operate independent of him. He wants us to be under his what? Authority. That was where this one missed it. And that point was what destroyed him. Are you getting it? That's why when we study Jesus, see the son can do nothing of his own. The son can do nothing, but whatever he sees the father do, that's what he does. This particular son, he want to become independent. Give me, I want to. I don't want any any control. Now look at what the father does. The father want to be the person that will be helping you, guiding you, directing you. Are you getting it? So that you will not be able to take wrong decisions by yourself. The moment he carried what belonged to him and is the owner now. Look at what happened in the next verse. What what happened? He said, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into what a far country. And there, what did he do? He wasted. He wasted his substance with what? Riot just living. He wasted. He took a wrong decision immediately. The moment he left the authority of the father and became owner, he took a decision, very wrong decision, and wasted all the goods. Everything gone. To be able to manage. The resources of our father, even as a son in sonship, you must be under his what authority. The moment you move out of his authority and you are taking decision by yourself, that's when you will enter into problem, even with your sonship, even with your sonship boldness, even with the spirit of sonship. The moment that's why the Bible says, as many as are led. By the spirit of God. Are what? So the spirit of sonship is not only crying abba father, he's also there to do what? To lead, he's there to make you conscious of your sonship by crying abba father, telling you that God is your father. At the same time, he's there to lead you on how to manage the resources of your father under his authority. Is somebody getting me now? That's a very powerful wisdom in the economy of sonship privileges. Now, go go to the next verse, verse 14. And when he had what? Spent all. There arose what? A mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want the son of a wealthy man began to be what? So, being in want, get us from a different version, being in want is a sign of those who are not working under sonship privilege. This boy has left sonship. That's why he was in want. When he was under proper sonship, was he in want? Which version is this? NLT About the the time his money ran out A great farmer swept over the land And he began to what? To starve To starve That's the problem now When you see a believer Believers, are you listening to me? Listen to me The problem is not with God The problem is that You began to take decisions By yourself you began to do things you see a business eh? you see a business and you carry the money of the father and which is your own anyway because he left it for you in your custody and invest without asking him question lord father should I invest into this business that decision has led to waste you know that many people have entered problem by this thing now. Am I correct? And they will, they, they will be promising you that the business is wonderful, it's great, then you will invest. So we even borrow money and invest the money and lose the money and become in debt in want. So we now go and borrow from A and settle B because B is is disturbing and the debt is has become long these things happen to children of God. Why? They are not walking under the authority of the Father. They may say, Father! But they are not following the Spirit. They are taking their decision. Listen! Any one of us that has the Spirit of Sonship, you are born again, and you have learned to seek God before you take any action you will not be in want. And I'm not talking about just praying and you just praying and you say you have heard God. No. You stay there until you hear God. Because if you take a step and it's not God that is leading you, there's a problem. There's a problem. You can never be in want. You can never be in depth. You can never be in any problem if you are working under sonship under the authority of the father and not just taking decision by yourself. That's the problem of this boy. He didn't stop there. Go, go further. He began to be in need. Need everywhere. Everywhere. So he went and hired himself out to what? To a citizen of that country. King James says he went and joined himself. He left a relationship with his father and went into another relationship. As what now? As a servant. And the man that he's serving is not even as generous as his father because he knew how his father is treating his own servants. Eh? A wicked master. What did he do? He sent him into his field to feed swine. And he said to him, I'm not going to pay you anything. No. When you they bring food for swine, you and swine will be struggling. Whoever that is um is the fastest to to eat, you know. Are you understanding the situation of this boy? Eh? And he would have gladly. Can you imagine how this young man has de- degenerated into the Bible did not say he was filling his stomach with Pots that the swine we are eating he was what? gladly look at you taking Gary with her sugar gladly when your father hi somebody is delivered today somebody is set free today somebody is returning back to sonship authority today no this cannot continue lift up your right hand and say this cannot continue I cannot continue in this way. I am walking out of troubles and problems. The lack of sonship life has led me into I'm returning back to my father. What kind of nonsense is this? Gladly feel his stomach. Maybe as he's, he's eating with the pigs, he's singing, you know, you know when you are glad you sing. Isn't it? He's singing, eh, Oh pig, my brother, as we eat together, pig oh pig we eat together, pig oh pig oh. And he was struggling. Pig, we take, he will take. Pig, we take. Is he not a pig now? Eh? When the man is counting his pig, don't if the pig attend before, and they are bringing food to the pig. What is he going to say? Please put uh, for 11 pigs. A son of... uh, The devil has messed many of us up. You see ministers. They are running away from people they are borrowed. They can't even preach to them. The devil has messed up many believers because of this matter. Somebody is repenting today. You know, this kind of repentance is not just, Lord, I'm sorry for, for lying or for fornication. I'm sorry for not walking under your authority. Um, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, not some of your ways, in how many of your ways? All in all your ways. All of them. All of them acknowledge him. He will direct you. Psalm 32 verse 8, he said, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. You are not supposed to be poor. Begging and borrowing. When you want to eat, you will just go for visitation. And you say, sister, I want to encourage you in the Lord your God. I hope you did your quiet time. Tell the sister that you came to eat. Is that how your life will continue? You will go um, and to a shop and you will buy something in credit. And then you go to another shop and buy in credit. And when you notice that this other shop is monitoring you, you will start following the other road. These are what believers are doing. Enough of this in the name of Jesus Christ. How can my father own the land and I'm living in want? No. I'm living in debt? No. No. I will instruct you in the way you should go I will teach you instruct teach is giving you details and then I will also what guide you let's read it together everybody join one to go I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go I will guide thee with my eye When I finish instructing you, I will teach you. Instruction is go into that business. Teaching is to give you details of how to go about it, where to be buying things. Details of that work. I will instruct you. I will teach you. And then when I finish teaching, as you are stepping, I will guide you. Now, next verse, he said, but be not like as a horse or as the mule which we have no understanding whose mouth must be held with a bit lest they will not come near you because you need to come near before you can hear his voice you need to come near i was happy two of our brothers went for set apart over the weekend i was very happy one of them is you know when he was telling me that he's going to stay 3 days and one more extra night i say I was trying because he has not gone before. He, I said, go and seek God to know what God is saying concerning your life. You can't. The Bible says He you will not allow the children of Jacob to seek Him in vain. Let me ask your neighbour: When are you going for your own personal set apart? When are you going to seek God to hear God and know what God is saying and know the direction to go? God is a is a father. Is a father. Every father has compassion on his children. There is always a way out, but you need to seek him. As I round up, my brothers and sisters, we need to, we need to pray. I just pray that God will answer the prayer so fast that nobody will walk out of here without walking in the spirit of sonship and following the authority of sonship of the father. And then you will see yourself flying in life and commanding Oh my God, you know, there is a way we live. Unbelievers, we know that truly, our Father owns the land. Yes. Then we need to know that our God owns the land. The devil doesn't like this kind of message. He doesn't like it. That's why he will fight people not to come and and sit down and listen to it. And some of you, when I finish preaching, I will listen to it again and again. Ask them, ask the media. I don't fail to listen to it. I always tell him, give it to me that same night. I want to listen to it again. Because there are some things you say in the pulpit that just came from heaven and passed through your mouth. It's not part of what you prepared. So you need to also hear the word of God. Are you Are you getting me? But some of you will not listen. Some will be, I don't know. But God will help us in Jesus' name. Now let's conclude. I don't know whether there is still any other thing with the prodigal son. Okay. Go back to 16. He said and he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pot that the swine were eating and no one was what? giving anything to him no one, nobody no favor when nobody is giving you anything there's nothing like somebody we, we, we just send something to your account and say this is to appreciate the goodness of God in your life, just know that you are not under sonship nobody is giving you anything you are just struggling, struggling and they are attacking you here and there you see, the moment you live on you you move out from the authority of the Father, demons, Satan, they will come and start manipulating, destroying. I don't know. I pray that God will help us. The worst kind of life to live is when you say you are a child of God and you are not really working with the Holy Spirit. You are not really following his leading. You are not really allowing him to guide and direct your life. You will be a believer, but you will be suffering in that, except you will begin to compromise tell lies like unbelievers otherwise, if you will remain truthful, righteous and holy it will be difficult for you to succeed because the father wants to help us, guide us thank God for the prodigal son when he came to himself somebody is coming to himself today this is not just Jesus, I give my life to you this one is coming to yourself coming to say, ah this thing they have been preaching about depending on God totally. I am coming to go back to depend on God. He said, "How many of my hired father, uh, hired servants of my father, have bread enough and to spare, and I perish here with hunger?" He's talking about angels, angels servants. They they, they don't have problem. Eh? And you, a son, are you getting me at all? A son. Angels are supposed to serve you and you are, oh my God this nonsense has stopped I didn't say it will stop that's why your amen was standing like that I say it has stopped if you believe that let your amen thunder how many higher servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare when they finish eating they will spare and I perish here with hunger hunger is ended in your life poverty, debt, borrowing here and there, I cancel it today you are rising into sonship life next Sunday I will take the last point, manifesting the power of sonship, that one is very heavy and the Holy Ghost said you cannot handle it today because of time. So, that one is more serious than what we are talking about. I want you to rise on your feet and pray. The prodigal son said, I will arise. Next verse. I will arise. Let's read it together as you are rising. I will arise and go to my father. I have a father. I'm not an orphan. I have a father. And I will say unto me, what? Father! I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your... If you are already in the spirit of sonship, can I hear your prayers now? Begin to pray. Say to the Father, I have sinned against you. I am not worthy to be called your son. I have wasted your goods. I have mismanaged your your property. I have confessed negatively. Lord, today, I am back. Your son is back. Your son is back. ele mahala mahalara zondo la kula ele mazi basusa zasunda la kosi kosikazanda la buza ele le kula la la zonso zasande kunda ele kosanda la basanda la basanda imasanda raba baba la basende santo I will walk under the, the guidance of my father I have a father My father owns the land My father is the owner of heaven and earth He's not poor He's rich, he's wealthy I am a heir I am an inheritor I cannot be barren. I cannot be looking for anything. I cannot be unfruitful. I have a father. He has everything. Everything is with him. He has victory. I am a co-heir with Jesus. Jesus has received power, glory, strength, wisdom. I have also received them. I am a joint heir with Christ. Elekosanda. So,
0: thank you for listening. I trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our Telegram, podcast and YouTube channels at Chidebele Udeze. For testimonies, counseling and prayers, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 80 and you can also follow us on our social media handles at Chidebele Udeze. God bless you.